is already inside of you. The world would not be what it is without you. When we begin to create change within us, we begin to create change in the world around us. Your journey to becoming your best self as the whole person starts right now. Hi, and welcome to the Rise Up To You podcast. I am your host, Leanne DeSanto, and I am honored to be with you today. And I'm excited to be streaming to you live on our Rise Up For You Facebook page. And as always, you can find our podcast on all the major platforms. So don't forget to subscribe and to like our Facebook page so you know when we're going live and you can join in on the conversation. And as always, this podcast is here to serve you and stand alongside your journey to becoming your best self. So if you haven't grabbed your free Becoming Your Best Self Startup Kit yet, you can do that in a couple ways. You can go to our website, riseupforyou.com and grab it there. Or you can text Rise Podcast. That's all one word, Rise Podcast to 797979. And you'll be supported both personally and professionally. Now, today's guest is Lisa Reed. Now, Lisa is the founder of Get Speaking Gigs Now. And she mentors business professionals and entrepreneurs who want to make an impact and ultimately attract their ideal clients through speaking. As a speaker herself, she has successfully booked and delivered over 500 speaking engagements. And in her book, Get Speaking Gigs Now, she shares her seven-step system to getting booked, staying booked, and attracting your ideal clients through speaking. Please welcome Lisa to the podcast. Hi! <laughs> thunderous applause. Yeah, thunderous applause. Welcome, welcome. We're so excited to have you here today, Lisa. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Absolutely. So let's dive in. Share a little bit about yourself. Well, you know, like you had mentioned, I've been out there speaking quite a bit, but I will tell you, Leanne, I don't know if you know this about me, but I started speaking professionally when I was 40 years old. And I share that because a lot of times people will say to me, oh, it's too, too late or, or I'm not ready yet. And we have all these judgments inside of us, right? To say like, when is it okay to do something and when is it not okay? And all these kinds of things that are really not true. So I share that because I actually had my very first speaking engagement when I was 13 or 12, something like that. I was in middle school and I spoke to the entire class, all, all the whole school about seatbelt safety, which is you know, not the most exciting topic in the world that, you know, 12 and 13 year olds want to hear about. But I had a lot of fun and I actually had a speaker and coach. My dad helped me and my fellow student put our talk together and we made something what I would say is kind of a boring topic, really funny. And I just kind of got the bug and it, it didn't scare me at the time, but sure, I was nervous, mm -hmm. but I really enjoyed it. And then I went on to college and majored in speech communication, got my degree, got my master's degree in speech communication, became a teacher at Cal State Fullerton, taught interpersonal communication. So you could see there's these dominoes, right? Yeah. But, you know, I'm 20, whatever, 22, I guess, 20, how old are you when you, 24 when I graduated with my master's degree. Mm -hmm. And then it went dormant. You know, I, I, I would always kind of weave in training no matter what job I was in or what business I had, but I was never officially like a speaker mm -hmm. until I was 40 years old. So I just, wow. yeah, it's sometimes people think, oh, you're so good. You've been doing this forever. You have no fears. You have no, and it's like, no, no, of course. We, I totally understand that we can put our dreams in the backseat sometimes. 
Yeah, absolutely. I love that. I love that. And and especially when it comes to speaking, right? Don't they say like more people fear public speaking than deaf? You know, it's like this. It's, you know, <laughs> thing, you know? There's lots of reasons. And I and I, I don't, um, I'm not an arm twister. You know what I mean? Like I'm not a, a, hey, even though you're terrified, let's do this. Usually people come to me because they've had a little quiet voice inside of them saying, you should be up there. Like I could do that. I could, I could be the one up at that podium or, you know, virtual or otherwise. And yet they've kind of dampened that voice for a long time, but it's always been there. Mm -hmm. And so you might be scared, but not like a major phobia. You know, you, mm -hmm. there's something in you that goes, I should be doing this. I could be doing this. Nice. Nice. And it's, I mean, obviously the whole speaking world has changed over the past you know, 40 years, right? From the big stages behind the podium to yes. the, the professionalism to, you know, to know people like more casual and conversational and, and being able to interact with the speaker on stage to now virtual stages. So it's like <laughs> completely done the you know, 360. So share a little bit about, you know, about that and how maybe that's affected your coaching and how you work with your clients. I think that's definitely helped. I mean, certainly I'm uh almost in my fifties now. And so I definitely remember that time where a professional speaker was this to me, unattainable thing. Like, how would you even get, do that? Right. Mm -hmm. Before mm -hmm. YouTube, right. before Facebook, before the internet. Exactly. <laughs> get down the, you know, the big fancy stage and get. Yeah. And, uh, um, and a lot of the people I coach with are in that, you know, sometimes in their thirties, forties, fifties. So they're, they remember uh, that time as well. But now more than ever before, especially and even during this sheltering in place, you know, concept that we're we're all a part of right now, there's more opportunities than ever. Certainly like what we're doing, you know, we're on StreamYard right now, we're on Facebook Live right now. So that's one way. But there's there's meetings all around the world right now that are meeting virtually. So what better time for them to invite you in as a speaker? <laughs> Then now you don't have to get on a plane, no train, no automobiles, and you can <laughs> you can be right there. Right, right, right. Yeah. I mean, that's that's awesome because that is the like, um, like the I think of word I'm trying to say, but like the golden nugget, right? Like the the yeah. the opportunity in this world we're living in now because it can feel to me as a person that loves live events, loves to be you know in a room with people and and either be on stage or watch the person on stage, you know, be in that energy when everything shifts. I was like, Oh, bummer. But now it's like, you can talk to anybody anywhere and it's amazing. So it's, it's really, and I encourage, you know, all the listeners to, to consider that benefit because yes, I miss people too. And <laughs> I'm also able to talk to a lot more people and have a, have a broader reach, which means I can help more people. They can help, uh, more people all you know it, the ripple effect is really powerful now that i've started networking people across the country that i never would have met before in different mm -hmm. countries that i never would have met before just because we, we wouldn't have traveled in the same circle but That's now cool. there's no borders it's it's kind of cool i i really like it i mean mm -hmm. i don't like the the suffering uh, the other parts of it but i'm well, trying yeah, to other parts of it but yeah there's yeah. times that are good yeah absolutely i think it's like anything finding the uh, the opportunity, the uh, excitement in something new, the, you know, drawing people in, in a different way. Like uh, you said, you don't have to spend all that extra money to travel. So someone who maybe couldn't go to a live event now can you know, do it virtually. And so 
um, yeah, so there's again, so much there, but what is it, has it shifted how you coach your speakers? Yeah, in a, in a lot of ways, um, no. And then in a, some ways, yes. Like I, most of the things that I teach people or that I coach people, speakers through has stayed the same. You still need to have a talk ready to rock. You still need to figure out where you're going to speak. You still need to, um, you know, learn how to ask for a speaking engagement via email or phone or <laughs> Zoom call. Right. Um, you still need to engage with the audience and, and so forth and have a monetizable strategy. What has changed is some things have gotten easier. Like some of the things that I would have to work on with people would be like, make sure you are ready to go if the projector breaks and you don't have the right cord. And <laughs> so it could yeah. be literally like a, like you could have the best presentation in the whole wide world, but if the projector breaks, the electricity goes out, you don't have the right cord and you were not prepared for that. It's not going to go well. Yeah, <laughs> so, I have seen speakers that, uh, you know, that's why you can't rely on that in, in exactly. you know, a lot of situation, right? Relying on all this technology that can go down. I've seen speakers freak out, like, you know, yes. yeah, know it inside and out, even without the slides. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, so that's part of it, which now, you know, it's not really an issue. I mean, certainly things could get canceled because of electricity if you can't get on your laptop. Internet. But yeah. Probably the biggest things I've changed is um, a showing how many opportunities there are now, like literally shooting fish in a barrel here, mm -hmm. and how to engage on a virtual setting. Like, how do you how do you maybe toggle between sharing your screen and not sharing your screen? How do you decide when you are going to share a PowerPoint when you're not going to use a PowerPoint? How do you encourage? Um, sharing through the chat and engagement so people aren't just glazed over checking their emails, but they look like they're looking at your talk. How do you, this happens, how yeah. do you get people to register for something when they're not there in front of you in person where you, you have that magnetic, you know, exchange of energy? The run and, to the back of the room, right? <laughs> exactly, exactly. And how do you get people to, yeah, purchase something when you're not mm -hmm. there um, there was another one I was thinking of. Oh, like how to create safety. A lot of times I've heard people say, well, you know, and I agree, you know, certainly um, sometimes when I'm, when I speak, there's, you know, some deep things are happening and shares are happening and maybe some emotions are coming up and how do you create safety in a zoom room? And let me tell you, it's totally possible. Even if there's a hundred people in the room, it's still possible. I've experienced that. And so that might be part of what I coach on depending on the topic. Some some yeah. topics don't need as high of sense of safety as others. Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, so those are some things that I have changed. That. I love that. So let's talk about if someone's listening who is, you know, just started speaking or, or they want to reach out to um, different organizations, different opportunities to speak, you know, on a virtual platform. What are what do you recommend is that first step? Like how do they send the email or, do, you know, like what's a few tips around that? Well, well before the email, there's actually to me like lots of steps before the email. And this is where for an opportunity. Yeah. Okay. This is where um, I think a lot of people get a little stuck and it's interesting, Leanne, it's not on my website anywhere and I should probably change that. But self doubt is probably a speaker's, number one enemy, right? <laughs> of like, 
-hmm. what should I say? Are they going to like it? Is this offer good? Should I offer this much or that much? Or, you know, there's all these questions, which way should I go? So I usually start with uh, what I call get your talk ready to rock, which is like I have a boot camp around that. I have, a you know, one on one sessions around that. I have that's part of my academy that I teach, because if you don't have a what I call product on the shelf, like you don't have your talk dialed in to where there's a snazzy title, you've got a great description, you've got your learning points. And it's it's something that if someone said, hey, oh, I didn't know you were a speaker. Could you send me your information? You need to have that ready to go boom, send it over. If you don't have that, and it also doesn't make sense, like it maybe doesn't, it's not monetizable, then you're kind of dead in the water before you even start, right? Because mm -hmm. if you say, oh, I'm a speaker, what what's the first thing someone's going to ask? Oh, what do you speak on? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what do you talk about? What's, yeah. What do you talk about? That's so cool. You're a speaker. Great. What do you speak on? And if you don't have that answer, you're just, you're, you haven't even, it's like the race is over before you even started. Right. So I, I say that because, and I, maybe I'm harping a little bit because so many people that I know, they want to say they're a speaker, but they're held back because they don't have that piece ready right. or they have a talk then they've tried it and it felt really good. People said it was so great, but then they didn't make any money and they're like, huh, well, it felt good at the time, but then I'm driving home and realizing that, you know, I didn't make that impact that I wanted to. Right, make. right. No one bought or didn't. Yeah, I wasn't sure what I had the engagement I wanted or, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. But like so anything it takes part. practice, right? Anything, it's, it's like you can't jump out. You know, maybe some people jump out of the gate with their first thing is amazing. But I mean, I think it's tweaking and, and adjusting and, you Absolutely. know, it's, and, changing up that bio every, you know, 30, 60, 90 days, whatever. Cause sometimes in the past when I was doing some speaking, you know, I'd, Oh, can you send me your bio? and be like, Ooh, I haven't upgraded that in a long time. <laughs> you know, like, like you said, having all that in place. So if someone's like, yes, you're like, great. Here's my media kit. Here's my speaker page or here's my, whatever you have to give them sizzle Absolutely. reel or, you know, wherever you're at with your collateral, like what you can send to them again, to be professional, to show that you are ready to show up. And if, they, you know, another speaker cancels, you're ready to step in, like that type of thing, right? That's happened to me several times. And I say, um, this is my official opinion. It's like, I could speak in a box with a fox, in a, in a boat with a goat, you know, like, let's do this thing. I will make it happen. <laughs> and I want all my speakers to be prepared for that too. Just like it, it you know, I'll be there. I'll show up. I'm going to deliver don't worry, I got you. And and you're serving the audience. And when you have that inner confidence, you're going to get more speaking gigs because you're going to be attracting that. And people are going to go, oh, wow, that person really has it together. And they they are. So part of it is that and it's not fake until you make it, but it's kind of fake until you like get it ready so that when they ask or when you ask for that engagement, you are prepared. It's kind of like um you know, going to the prom, like if you wanted to, you know, like we've all, maybe we've all had an experience where we went to a formal dance, like you're going to go get your shoes, you're going to get your dress, you're going to get your plan to get your hair done if you're, you know, a, a female, um, usually. And same as the speaking, like you just need to plan for it. Right, right. Have everything prepared and, and be ready. And I think when you talked about self-doubt, you know, that's, that's interesting too, because, you know, I think sometimes we all have a little bit of that, right? Of course, well, I do too. 
totally. Even no matter how many speaking, I mean, they say that, I mean, some of the professionals of professionals, you know, still get nervous or throw up backstage. Or, you know, you hear this, you're like, really? Wow. This oh, yeah, but yeah. But yeah, sure. And anytime you're doing, anytime you're doing something new that you've never done before, there is going to be that need for, okay, give myself some prep time. I'm leading a webinar on uh, in a couple of days and it's on a new topic. I know the topic, but I still need to get in there make sure I've reviewed enough, practice enough to where I feel confident that I can deliver for the audience because I really want to make sure I show up for them. Right. Right. Yeah. No, absolutely. Absolutely. What would you say is like the number, I know you talk about, you know, kind of some number ones, like the number one secret to getting the speaking gig. Yeah. Well, I'd say my number one secret. Okay. First of all, Leanne, I'm a big fan of having fun while you're, you know, doing your thing, right? Like mm-hmm. having fun while you are building your business. Why not? Like it does not need to be miserable. And I have yet mm-hmm. to meet. I, 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 think of one person I've met who actually enjoys cold calling, but most speakers don't. That's not their favorite. They don't come to me going, I would love to learn how to make more cold calls. You know, (laughs) never want that request. And so the number one way that I use and that I teach my speakers how to do this is network with other speakers because that can be your number one referral resource. In fact, 30% of that 500 um, talks that I've done is due to one other referral source, just one. And so I think sometimes people think I gotta be here and here and here and here and do all these things and be crazy busy. And honestly, when you nurture the right relationships and you and I were talking uh, backstage Mm -hmm. earlier, when you put your energy towards that, those things that are really gonna make the needle move, you would be surprised at the amount of business you can give and receive. Right. I, so as much as I've received, I've given. Mm-hmm. And um, when you find that relationship and that's why I have the OC speakers network, because it's like, I want people to find their speaker soulmate in that room. I don't know who your speaker soulmate is, but find one because it's amazing. It can, it's a free way to build your business as a speaker exponentially. And when I say build your business as a speaker, it's like, excuse me, it's, um, it means build your business using speaking, right? Like it's fun for certain people. Like I know you like to speak too. It's like, it's a fun way to build your business. So you could be on social media, you could run ads, you could do all these things. But speaking is a really cool way to go yeah. from one to one to one to many. Right, right. And I think sometimes people get tied up. I'm a speaker. Okay, so what? It's like, really, you help people X, Y, Z so they can live their best life or whatever. And Absolutely. you do that by speaking or you know group coaching or what you know whatever the case may be so sometimes people get tied up the devil i'm a speaker it's like okay so what does that mean yes (laughs) yes absolutely yeah like how do you really help people you know that type of thing so um yeah i love that too i love the networking with other speakers because i think sometimes people can be in that like scarcity mindset right like i don't want to give up anything away or share too much or feel like you know this competition but really it's it's like cooperation and building those relationships, like you said. Absolutely. It's collaboration. And and I I don't mean just go willy-nilly and find anybody. It's really finding that right fit for you, your style. You want to find someone who speaks to the same audience as you, but is not in competition with you. Somebody who has a similar work ethic, maybe the certain amount of frequency, like the the 
person that I refer back and forth, we, we speak about the same amount of time a month or a year. And so we're, and we're both out there finding new things. I'm not just sitting there waiting for her phone call. Like I'm developing new business as she's developing new business. And then we come together and, and merge our resources. That's, that's, otherwise it'll be really one-sided, you know, so you got, you want to make sure it's a collaborative effort and reciprocation. reciprocation. Yeah. And the thing is too, that I think people need to realize that anytime you speak, it's a speaking gig, like whether it's one-on-one -on -one or whether it's in a big gig, you know, and you're going to show up the way you want to show up, you know, and yeah. sometimes it's you hear those stories how they're one way on stage and then they get off stage and they're like, whoa, who's that person, right? And yeah, yeah, like if you're sitting, I like I, I mean, I know I've been on a lot of Zoom calls in the last year. You probably have as well, and you know, some people are like walking around their house and you know their slippers and on their bed, and I'm like, well, if what? <laughs> I mean, you know, you do you, but I think if you're there and networking as a business professional, then you want to maybe take yourself on video or um, maybe don't attend if you just can't be ready to, to show up. It's kind of like you wouldn't go to a chamber meeting like or a networking meeting in your pajamas, you know. Exactly. Although it might be fun, but yeah. You would be in your pajama bottoms, you know, yeah. but as long as, as long as you're showing. Put some pants on, that'd be good. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. It's just meaning like what you're showing. Um, obviously you're still in a professional setting. And I was gonna um, mention something, you were talking earlier about, uh, you know, that giving yourself grace and learning something new earlier, I I wanted to comment because I think you're so spot on with that. A lot of times as adults, we just are really tough on ourselves. Like, it's like, oh, I, I tried it, it didn't work. You're like, wow, the first time you tied your shoes, did you try it and it didn't work? Like, you just, you give up? Yeah. yeah, it's like, we wanna be able to like, you know, play like Beethoven's Fifth Symphony with no, no lessons, you know? It's like, you gotta like, give yourself some time. So yeah, I always, I always say, you know, let's come up with a plan where we can, we can, I call it increase your odds of success and reduce your risk of, of, you know, failure. Right. Nice. So how do we, how do we play that? And so we're going to go in with the best strategic plan as possible so that it's in alignment with, you know, how you generate you know, business and serve the audience and all those things. And then you got to try it. You got to see like, okay, ooh, you know, that joke that I thought was going to be really funny, nobody laughed at, did not. <laughs> so, okay, not going to put that in anymore. We're going to keep yeah. going. Yeah. I okay. like to call it research, right? It's really not failure. It's just research. It's like, yes, okay, yes. what worked? What didn't work? Okay, not going to do that again. Or let me tweak that. But then, yeah, I mean, yeah. I think it's so true. I think it's it's about progress, not perfection. And, you know, because what what is perfection anyway? It's, it's, you know, the minute you think you're there, it's going to change. So it's, it's yeah, learning, getting better. You're going to flub up words sometimes. You're going to, you know, it's like being able to laugh at yourself. And, but, you know, that, that critical voice and the judgment we have for ourselves can be so strong, you know. It and, really can. And yeah. I have to say after, you know, I've been there too. I mean, I've, I've boohooed, you know, and I've thought about giving up. Oh, this is not <laughs> Um, over the, you know, when you do hundreds of them. But one thing that's nice about doing hundreds of them, and I'm like, okay, next, you know, like, I can't, like, I'm not, I'm not going to sit here crying, you know, let's go, let's do this thing. Other people need to hear your message. 
there's so many things that are outside of your control. There's things that are in your control. So that's what we want to focus on, like what's in your hands and how you deliver, how you show up, what your offer is, all those things. And then sometimes it just, maybe the people weren't in the room who needed to be there. Maybe there's something else going on. I did a talk one time on, um, it was a September 11th, happened to be the date. It was, it was a chamber event. And wow, the whole thing got completely, like, I mean, just focused on that, on the Remembrance Day of Remembrance. And it really just took away from, from what I was there to do. Mm-hmm. And it's okay. You know what? That's nobody's fault. It's just sometimes the way the calendar lands. So even deciding what day you're going to speak. Um, <laughs> and sometimes too, you know, yeah, sometimes as a speaker, being able to shimmy a bit, right? And be like, yep. okay, this is a really powerful day. And yep. this is why you can't believe there's any tomorrows. Like this is why right. you need to take action now, right? So it's yes. like being able to take that and as a speaker and then again, being more seasoned and being able to like, okay, this PowerPoint's going out the window. I need to yes. do something else exactly. Because that's what's going to exactly. serve the audience the most, right? That's what's going to serve the audience in the moment. So yeah, being able to, to again, that takes probably a little practice too in, in more experience, but absolutely there's other opportunities in that. So yes. One hundred percent. You got it. You yeah, got it. Absolutely. Well, awesome. Well, let me ask you some of the power questions okay. that we have that we love to ask our guests. So uh, the first one is, what is a book, one book that's had a massive impact on you? You know what? Uh, recently, a couple years ago, I think it has been now, I read Profit First by Mike Michaelwitz. Have you ever heard of that? I have heard of it. I haven't read it, though. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> good, so, good. Now, that's not usually like, it's not like, it is literally about like the money in your business and how you can easily use his system. It is an easy peasy system that I never would, uh, It it's a game changer for any entrepreneur, especially if you hate bookkeeping and hate accounting and hate all that stuff. Absolutely read it. <laughs> or listen to it. I listen to his voice. He's great. He's really fun to listen to. And um, I implemented his system and it is a life changing system. Nice, nice, awesome. Thank you for sharing that. How about a quote that you live by? Well, I usually say you don't ask, you don't get. And I, we just saw the Super Bowl um, a couple days ago and they said, no risk it, no biscuit. And I thought oh, that was kind of a similar, similar, I thought that was really cute. I like but, it. Yeah, sometimes you just, you gotta, are you going to get something if you don't ask for it? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's so perfect right now, especially right now, right? That's so perfect. How about if you could leave the world with one final message, your golden nugget, what would it be? Absolutely. If you have had that inner voice tell you that you should be doing something, and usually for me, it's about speaking, listen to it. That's. I think your soul talking to you. I think that voice is part of the purpose of why you're here. And if you, I don't know, we only have so many days left on this earth. Mm. Listen to that voice. And if today was the sign you needed, this is it. This is it. Yeah. Love that. Love that. Um, Well, before I ask my last question, how can we find and support you? Oh, if you would like to uh, learn how to get more speaking gigs, you can get five top tips to get more speaking gigs at 
getspeakinggigsnow.com. That's gigs with an S because, of course, you want more than one, right? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, on there, you can, if you'd like to schedule a strategy session with me, there's a link on that website where you can grab that as well. Okay, awesome, Lisa. Thank you so much for that. And our last question, as you know, we are Rise Up For You. So when you hear that phrase, what does it mean to you? Again, I think that means like showing up for yourself so that you can show up for other people. If if you're not living your real life, I, I don't want to sound cliche, but living your life's purpose, mm -hmm. then, I mean, are you giving back to the world what what you could absolutely give back? And that's what I always use as my guiding post. Like, what is it that um, how can I serve this world? What am I here to do? And part of it is I need to show up for people so that they can show up for people. So that's that rising up within yourself so that you could show up for other people. Mm, I love that. Beautiful, Lisa. Thank you so much for your, your wisdom and expertise today. I know it really served our audience and I so appreciate you being on the podcast. Thank you. It was great. Awesome. Well, there you have it, Lisa Reed. Isn't she amazing? Number one secret, network with other speakers. Isn't that great? Network with other speakers. Like sometimes we just don't even think about doing that. And what I love the most that she said is have fun while building your business, right? You need to have some fun too. And we know it's serious and there's a lot going on, but we need to build in a little bit of fun there too. So uh, that was awesome, awesome advice. And remember to grab your free Becoming Your Best Self startup kit either on our website, riseupforyou.com or on, um, well, you can text Rise Podcast, all one word, Rise Podcast to 797979. And as always, we'd love to support you both personally and professionally. Bye for now.